From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Oh, hello there. How you doing? Good. Happy last day of the month. I can't believe November's already almost over. Thank God it's payday. Thank uh, God. That too. For a lot of people, it certainly is. Uh, there's so much to get to in this episode, but before we do, a couple of housekeeping notes here. Yeah. There were two podcasts yesterday. Yeah. What Were you just... Um, you just felt like you had to get something off your chest, I assume, with the second one. Part of it was that, and I was here, and, and I had nowhere that I had to go yesterday. No no visits to do or anything like that. Oh. So I had a bit of time to kill, and there'd been a few people who said, hey, I want to hear you talk about this or talk about that. So I thought, all right, cool. We'll do an extra bonus episode. So download that if you get a chance, uh, but it's, it's just me. So if that's not your jam, and I know it's not for everybody, then just skip that one. There was a regular episode yesterday as well. This is also a regular episode, but not quite regular. It's weird shit going on, Scott. <laughs> From Mark Cuban to Diddy to yeah. Google to Justin Trudeau. It's all coming up here today on After 9. Uh, first off, let's talk about Mark Cuban. Okay. A lot of people are wondering what the hell is going on. He has got a great life, great career, ton of money, hugely successful. And then out of nowhere, in the last week, he announced he's leaving Shark Tank and he's selling a majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks. Okay, so for me, there's only a couple of, few, three things. Uh, for me, there's only three possibilities happening with Mark Cuban. So number one, him leaving Shark Tank, that, although that was like, oh, sad for Shark Tank fans, he's still going to do the last season, which is interesting because I believe they start filming soon. So pretty much his job is going to be done by spring. Okay, let's put it that way. Yep. If that, maybe even earlier. I don't know their shooting schedule, but let's just say by spring he'll be done that. That show will be behind him. And that's fine. That made sense. He's made his money there. He can move on. Fine. But then going on to sell off your majority stake in the Dallas Mavs. The team, by the way, um, apparently might end up being owned by Las Vegas Sands Casino Company. They're, anyway, it's about $3.5 billion, whoever buys it. That's how much he's going to get for it. Now, if you look at his little portfolio there, Mark Cuban, I say little, I mean huge. He has a lot of things and he doesn't necessarily need anything. Would he need another property? No, actually, it was Business Insider kind of broke down what he owns. And that was really, really great. So anyway, I'm going to credit Business Insider for teaching me all about how many things that he actually owns. And there's a lot. He owns his own jet, for example. It's not like he's selling off because he wants to liquidate and buy himself a property. He's got multiple properties. He's a very rich man. So to me, it's not about the money. So if it's not about the money, then what is it about, right? So that leads me to three conclusions here, Scott. Yep. And I'll, I'll leave the, the one that you want to talk about the most for last. Number one, he just wants to like fuck off and live his life and he's done with the all the Hollywood bullshit and, and life like that. Okay, that's a possibility why you want to just leave. You want to buy an island, live on it for the rest of your life, let your family like chill, right? That's one reason. You can absolutely reach a point in life where you say, I've done enough. Yeah. Now I just want to relax. And okay. he's made more money than most of us could ever imagine. Yes. He doesn't need to work anymore. So maybe maybe this is like semi-retirement. Let's. That's, so that is a possibility, even though he's never mentioned that. Number two, and I hope this is not, this is the one I do not want to be the case. Health situation. I think of the other reason why someone might want to do this and maybe that has to do with their health or the health of a loved one. Hopefully that's not it, okay? But that's one of the reasons why you might do something like this. Like someone is terminally ill. We found out a sad diagnosis. We want to spend the rest of our time doing that other than continuing to work because that's what he's essentially doing. That's the second option. The third one is, and he's denied it. In fact, as, as early, as soon as yesterday, he was asked about this and he's denied he's running for office. However, that's the rumor, Scott, is that he is eyeing something. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I like to follow the money and the money is actually in Vegas. I'm looking at the odds. You can bet 
on what's next for Mark Cuban. Uh-huh. And odds makers don't set odds for them to lose money. They set odds for them to win money. Their guess is interesting. A sports betting company or a casino, three to two odds that that's what he's up to. So he's going to... Wouldn't that be interesting if he yep. sold off his share of the Mavs to a casino company? And then started and a then casino? And then started a casino company? Yep. And a sports betting platform. And a sports betting platform. Okay. Uh, real estate company slash founder, two to one odds. Five to two odds on a tech company founder. Six to one on a cannabis company that he'll open. Uh, uh-uh. Eight to one odds that he's going to run for president. And 12 to 1 odds that it will be a psychedelics company. He's going to get into the microblading and shit like that. But he doesn't need to sell off his shit to do that. He has the money to do that, any of those things that you just mentioned, if he wanted to do them. Right. He'd be walking, he's walking away from a lot, so he's walking into something bigger in my mind. Or again, he's walking away, period. One of the two. There's, there's only two ways it goes here. When I look at the odds here, though, even though they say he's not running for president, they don't say he's not running for vice president. And vice president's mm. an interesting one because Mark Cuban is political, but not political. I, I think he's kind of like me. He could be lured to another party if it's a good enough promise and they seem like decent people. But for the most part, he's more of a common sense kind of guy, like sort of middle of the road. The favorites for him to be a vice presidential candidate for odds on favorite is Mitt Romney, who's not even declared to run yet. Interesting. So it- he may he may be involved here. He said, though, he's now keep in mind, this was back in earlier in the year. But he was asked point blank because it's not the first time someone's brought up him doing something political about, hey, would you ever run? You know, in the typical interview questions. But he emailed back NBC News on this question saying my family would disown me. That's a no. But things change. Mm, things change. Things change. Yep. And yep. life certainly has changed in North America over the last Six months or so. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Well, they have just raised the odds that he's going to run for office. And Mitt Romney is the odds on favorite of who he would run for, uh, along with Joe Manchin. But Liz Cheney, Chris Christie, Oprah is on this list. Mm. Kamala Harris, 25 to 1 odds. If Joe Biden doesn't run and Kamala Harris does, that Mark Cuban would be her running mate. Although I don't think he'd run as a Democrat. Uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, 100 to 1 odds. Michelle Obama, 100 to 1 odds if she decides to run. Oh, my goodness. Michelle Obama, come save everybody. Joe Biden, 5,000 to 1 odds. And Donald Trump, they aren't even putting odds on it. Yeah. So that's either it's a lock that he's running with Trump or a lock that he's not running with Trump. Absolutely not. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. But that's it. When is the end date? By the way, what is the date that the people have to declare their candidacy um, oh. until? What is that? They still have to go through the primaries. So all the different states hold a primary and whoever gets the most points from the primaries becomes the candidate. The convention's yes. not even for another year. But how do you, when do you have to even declare? Like I know the convention's not for a year, but when do you have to declare that you're even in the running in that nominee process? Well, here's the thing. If it's vice president that he's running for and odds are that's what it would be because he would have started a presidential run by now if he was going to. If it's vice president, we don't have to find out until about four months before the next election. So next summer is when we would find out because whoever wins is going to come out and say, all right, I'm I'm uh, Ron DeSantis and I'm the candidate and I'm announcing my vice presidential pick. Mark Cuban. That would be huge. Timing lines up for that. If it's like, let's say next summer-ish, timing lines up for that. Considering the, like I said, I think that they shoot in the spring or something like that, Shark Tank. 
That'd be wrapped. His deal here with uh, selling the Mavs would probably be wrapped. Mm, interesting. Yesterday, we got an interesting deal done. Google has agreed with the government or formed an agreement with the government so that we do not have Canadian news stripped off of our domestic search archives. Google has agreed to pay $100 million a year to Canadian news publishers. And that's actually a bargain. If you went by what the government's draft regulations were in the Online Streaming Act, it would have been $173 million that they would have had to pay. Okay, so now that we're talking about actual money, now we have some dollar amounts to work with. $100 million seems outrageous to me. And they're just going to hand it to like our company and Rogers and Bell, maybe the CBC, although I don't know that the CBC would even be eligible for this. It seems like that's the plan. Take money from these guys and give it to the news publishers. And does that also mean now that the government isn't going to be paying the salaries of news employees? Because they just agreed to do that in the fall fiscal update. So there's no clarity in here. No, Google is paying a lot less than they would have. So they got a deal, still nothing done with Meta, and I think that one is a much harder deal to do. And now Spotify has entered the conversation, Cat, Yesterday, they were at the CRTC hearing in Ottawa about the Online Streaming Act. Spotify says if the government requires them to contribute to Canadian content, it will force them to cut their existing investments in Canadian content. Here's where it gets real messy. The uh, Canada, this is what Spotify said yesterday. They said Canada is the only country in the world moving in this direction. And we hope other jurisdictions do not follow this lead. They said, we already support the Canadian music industry. In fact, we direct around 70% of Canadian music royalties right to the rights holders, artists, and songwriters. They're saying, if you force us to give you 2% of our sales in Canada, what we're already paying is off the table. And what we're paying goes directly to Canadian artists. It doesn't go to uh, Factor and all these other bureaucracies that distribute the money to the people they feel should get it. Right. They might actually do more harm than good if they try and get into the music industry and regulate Spotify. And that's why Spotify was in Ottawa yesterday saying, this is not a good idea. Nobody else is doing this. Certain things I just don't want them to touch. And that's one of them. I'd like them to stay completely out of the internet, to be honest with you. Well, that too. Yeah. You know, like we're at it. The internet was good when government left it alone. And I kind of wish they would. Uh, By the way, what's up? I don't think you'll know the answer. I don't think you get internal emails from TikTok, but why are they... (laughs) Why are they not sponsoring the Leafs anymore? Because I saw Pizza Pizza is the new Leafs helmet sponsor. They are. Um, I don't know. I think they just get hangry and they TikTok doesn't feed you, I suppose. No, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Obviously, um, they probably just reevaluated like most companies do. They're still worth a lot of money. So maybe for them, it wasn't worth what they what they bought in for. But they did what they were set out to do. They were there for the, was it one or two seasons? They were there TikTok. for since 2021. Yeah, they so they've started. been there for a couple seasons, a couple full seasons. So um, it's, uh, yeah, it happens, right? Maybe they just didn't get what they thought that they were going to get out of it. Maybe they Simple thought as that. by now the ban on TikTok in Canada would have been gone and it would have made more sense to have that sponsorship. You still can't use TikTok on any government-issued phones. Government-issued phones, that's right. Really frustrating. Yeah. Um, we'll talk quickly here about a couple of polls that have been done. And we're going to start with the Bank of Canada. They say, our public consultations found most people do not like the idea of a digital Canadian dollar. The central bank says more than 80% of respondents 
strongly opposed the Bank of Canada researching and building the capability to issue digital Canadian money. The top concern was privacy, with the people who took the survey revealing an extremely low level of trust in banking institutions and the Bank of Canada itself to protect our personal data. The central bank says the decision to create a digital dollar is ultimately for Parliament to make. They're right. I don't know why the Bank of Canada even treaded into this. They don't need to know unless Parliament says we're going to do it. But that's a very compelling number. Eight in ten people do not want digital Canadian money. Okay. We already have digital Canadian money. Yeah, we already have this. I mean, anything in your bank account that you e-transfer, anything in your bank account that you pay for with TAP, that is digital money. But they're talking about a whole new currency that would essentially be like crypto. It would be like the government wading into the crypto market. And I don't think any, I'm surprised it's not 10 out of 10 that don't want that. Yeah, I don't blame them for that at all. And I don't think there's a need for it. I don't think there's a need for it because like you said, there's so many different convenient ways that we have uh, made our money all online, nothing physical, nothing tangent, right? But we can tap and it's convenient for people. And I think that they're good doing it the way that they're doing it. The other new poll that is out, and this one is done by our parent company for Global News. Uh, Three in four Canadians believe Justin Trudeau should step down now. When you break it down, it was a great interview with uh, or segment by David Aiken on Global last night where he explains the survey results. He said those who identify as Liberal Party supporters, one in three think it's time for Justin Trudeau to go and somebody else to step up as leader. Now, as Trudeau's popularity plummets, so does the parties. They found if an election were held today, 40% would vote conservative, 24% would vote liberal, 21% would vote NDP. Can I tell you what I find so freaking ironic about the liberals dropping that low in the polls? One of the reasons that even liberals do not like these people is because the promise the promise that they insisted would absolutely be kept and nothing could sway them from it. Electoral reform. They swore it would be done. They've now been elected three times and it's still not done and it won't be done for the next election either. People are tired of the first past the post system. And the irony is they didn't change it because in the first past the post system, which we have now, whoever gets to whatever it is, like 259 seats first or whatever is the winner. Yeah. In this system, when the liberals were very popular... It benefited them greatly. Ironically, they've sunk so low in the polls that if they had introduced electoral reform, the new system would have likely benefited them greatly. That's almost a little bit of karma, isn't it? It's like electoral karma. I don't know why they haven't done it, but uh, you can tell the mood in the country is very angry right now. Yeah, I would say so. Three in four Canadians want a new prime minister. One in three liberals agree uh, and want a new leader. I don't know who they'd put in as leader. Maybe it's time to bring in somebody new. Do you think Mark Cuban would like to be the Prime Minister of Canada? <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking that. I'm like, too bad. He's, there, got, he's trying to clean up his own mess there. I'd love to have a non-politician as a leader here. I know the yeah. Americans did that experiment with Trump, and that's fine. Good. I mean, a lot of people think the experiment with Trump was one of the best things America ever did. Yeah. And, well, it proved that it could be done, right? It proved at least that it could be done. Whether you like the results of it or not, it proved that... A celebrity of sorts could step in. I mean, even on the smaller scale of Arnold Schwarzenegger being the governor of California for sure. as long as he was, and people being very happy with him in that role, right? I and, mean, and it before proves, him, Ronald Reagan was a governor of go, California. There you go. So it proves that that. I mean, all those things are proof that sometimes it is a fine idea. It's not a bad idea anyway, or it's nothing that we should completely ignore. Who could we get? 
That's a great question. Who could we so recruit we, to be uh, a non-politician, but good, common sense, middle of the road, reasonable person that's not an asshole? We have to go with a Canadian here, right? I think we have to go with a Canadian. Okay, so let's think of the Canadian celebrities. I'll throw a couple names at you. You tell me if they would make a good prime minister. Okay. Michael J. Fox. E- mm. I don't know if... Not currently. Not currently. Maybe at one point. At one point. What about Ryan Reynolds? No. You don't think he'd be a good prime minister? I feel like it'd be really hard to take him seriously when he has to have serious chats with uh, Canada. Like, hello, Canadians. You're just like, <laughs> someone wants to bomb us today. You're like, <laughs> you're funny, Deadpool. I just don't <laughs> think anyone could take him seriously. Ah. What about this? Yeah. Can I do one for you? Sure. He's also a comedian, but I feel like has a very serious side. Yeah. A little, <laughs> but still, I love him. Jim Carrey. Ooh, Jim Carrey's an interesting one. I feel like on a lot of levels, Jim Carrey is batshit crazy. A little bit. Yeah. But just enough crazy where I think that some of his ideas make a lot of sense. Have you ever heard him speak? I have, yeah. Again, it's a little, but sometimes it's like, ah, actually you make great points. What about Keanu Reeves? Mm, I actually don't hate that. He's a very smart guy. I think that he would probably be, let's be honest, he couldn't do any worse. Yeah. I mean, if you had told Canadians eight years ago, your debt is going to be more than doubled. You're going to be paying more in interest on your debt than you do on health care. If somebody had said that you'd have lost all respect around the world and you'd be involved in multiple armed conflicts and all this shit, nobody would have agreed. Everybody would have said, there's no way you can fuck up a country that badly in one or two terms. And Trudeau did it. So whoever replaces them, even if they have no political experience, would probably at least do the same, if not better. What about Kiefer Sutherland? Great idea. Okay. You like that? I mean, he's played political people Mm -hmm. before. Not to say that that makes you have any experience in the actual political game, but I feel like he knows a lot more than the average person would. So uh, Kiefer Sutherland is a real smart guy. And was it his grandfather, Tommy Douglas? The founder, the architect of our healthcare system when it worked. Mm. Before we screwed it all up in okay. the last 15, 20 years. All right. So Kiefer Sutherland's not a bad idea. Also a good musician. It's always fun when when the president of the United States comes up to Ottawa and the prime minister sings. I don't think we've seen that since Mulroney. <laughs> we've seen people who are a little up there in age do it before. But I'm not sure if if we would put him in this category of not being able to because of his age. But what about William Shatner? Shatner, no. Too old. It, too old. Okay. We and are, also batshit crazy. <laughs> A little bit of both. Okay, we're, we're just throwing around some ideas. Could we have an athlete? Okay, give me an example. Okay. I need to know. I need. It depends. Were they in football? Probably not. No, I don't think I'd go with a football athlete. But you know, not somebody well known. Okay, how about this? Okay, pinball Clemens. I don't know enough about pinball Clemens. I've got actually. When you say that, I'm not sure what sport he plays. Football. <laughs> oh, okay. Former <laughs> legend in the CFL. Former. Grey Cup winning coach with the Argos, oh, a philanthropist. He need to do a lot of work though. If Maybe. I'm the, if I if I he wants to hit my demo, I'm not sure a lot of people know who he is. Okay, all right. So no pinball, Clemens. What about what if we just go with somebody like um, a reasonable person, a good-looking person, someone who's smart, someone who's a good leader, no political experience, but certainly has the compassion and the decency that we want in a leader. Probably pretty good with money. I'm talking about Maple Leafs assistant captain, Morgan Riley. 
Morgan, how old is Morgan Riley? I don't know. He's like, he's like 50 <laughs> no, something. <laughs> Morgan but, Riley's great. And he's okay. married or he's marrying Tessa uh, from Scott and Tessa. That's good. Right. Yeah. No, I don't see that happening. I no. think Morgan Riley would I be great I think Drake leader. has a better shot than Come Morgan on. Riley does. Drake last night went into, <laughs> Drake was at the Raptors game last night, the Suns yeah. game. Yeah. And, and he brought his son, Adonis, to the game. And I don't know what happened to Adonis after the game, but Drake wandered down to the Raptors dressing room. So he goes in and coach is doing the whole, ah, good job, guys. We beat a great team and we're the best and blah, blah, blah. And Scotty over there with 23 points, fucking right. And Siakam, 22 points. And we're rebounding and shit. Oh, look, Drake's here. Drake, you're part of the team. Go ahead and say something. And Drake wasn't expecting to say something. I think he just went in to, I don't know, give a high five or say hi to somebody and peace out. But they put him on the spot and made him give a speech. <laughs> that is, by the way, so rude. That is so rude to do that. But did he did he do well with it? I didn't see it. He's not going to be on ESPN or TSN or Sportsnet anytime soon. He was like, yeah, yeah, you know, it was a regular season win, but a good yeah. win nonetheless. <laughs> he, he downplaying it a little bit. Like, let's just all chill out a little bit. All wins are important. I don't know that I would downplay it because it was a regular season win, but right, he course, was on the right. spot. He yeah, was on yeah, the spot. Yeah. Uh, Drake, no, I do not think Drake would make a good uh, prime minister, nor do I think he'd get security clearance, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's a few people on this uh, Canadian list. We got to do a little more digging. Of course, some people would say, Scott, would you run? Uh, not right now. Not right now is the answer, guys. There you go. Formal we, answer. We got a lot of good shit going in, in the podcast and in the radio right we now. Do. I don't really have time for another job, but <sighs> I've also said. Sounds stressful. Even, that job sounds stressful, too. Even if I do run, I'm not giving up my day job. So I will like go to Ottawa after the radio show yeah, or to Queens Park after the radio show. People have to suck it up. And people are going to get well informed because you can hear the leader on the radio every day. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's see here. Oh, they lit that Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center yesterday. Did you watch any of it? No, I didn't. You know what? Those, all those things I just, eh, from the television, watching it on the television is just, eh. I I imagine being in there in person. Beautiful. It's kind of like watching the New Year's Eve shit too. Like for me, fine. It's on in the background and I'm fine with it being on in the background. But unless I'm there, I don't, I don't really care. There's been a huge, oh, by the way, I, uh, I totally agree with you. I flipped it on last night or I flipped through and it was on. And Kelly Clarkson was performing and they had share there. And, and that's great. They're great. Yes. And the Christmas is great. And there's a nice tree. It's beautiful. It. And yeah. I'm just thinking, it's not fun to watch it on TV. Maybe if I were like yeah. at City Hall watching them light my tree, I might find the whole thing a little more engaging. But yeah. somebody else's tree in another country, eh, yeah. not for me. Yeah. There's been a, an arrest and a huge seizure, cat. We're into the counterfeit business again. The criminals here <laughs> in, uh, in Canada. <laughs> they seized, get this. 26,000 counterfeit $2 coins. <gasps> They're in the toonies now. We were, we were just talking about the bills. I know. The bust was related to counterfeit toonies that are circulating in Ontario and Quebec. They say if you suspect someone is trying to pay with a fake toonie, there's a few things you can notice about the counterfeit ones. Number one, so far, all of the counterfeit ones seem to be stamped 2012. The Queen's nose... Does not look right in the stamped ones. Oh, in, interesting. In the fakes. Okay. Above the queen's head, a maple leaf shaped security feature appears there the, the, on the fake ones. The thing is, on genuine coins from 2012, that security feature wasn't there. Okay. They didn't quite do all their homework. They also say the 2012 year on a real toonie appears in a straight line, while the 2012 on the fake ones appears to be slightly curved. 
I know that there's backlash for stores who w- won't take cash, but I can I tell you, I don't blame stores for not taking cash. I don't blame you. If you're a business running and you're like, fuck it, at this point, there's counterfeit. We've talked about the bills and some of them are easier to figure out than others. You can't sit there and blame your the person working at a cash register who's already overwhelmed for not properly checking every toonie that came in. Like, could you imagine someone tried to pay with like several toonies and then you expect them to check it and they will and they have signs up. I know at the Tim Hortons, for example, one of the ones I went to, I noticed by the register, there's like a, hey, this is for you guys who work here. Watch for this, watch for that, watch for that. And if you pay with the bill, they let it be known. I have to check this, nothing on you. I'm checking every single one of them. But why even bother going through that process? I feel like, for, again, they get backlash for doing it, but I'm okay if people go cashless. So it's you're in easier. favor of digital currency? I'm in favor of digital <laughs> currency. By that, I mean tapping my phone again, shit, because I am all about that. It's just convenient. I don't need to worry about bringing in my wallet places. Like sometimes I don't even bring it at all. I just bring my keys and my phone. I just pay for shit as I go. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah, your, your life right? is on your phone now. It, it really is, is everything. Uh, counterfeit toonies is a weird business to be in. What the fuck are you, what are you trying to rip off a bunch of laundry mats? I don't understand why you would get into fake counterfeit coins. The expense on that. That's true. For toonies? For toonies. You got to make coins. I mean, bills, they're easy. You just run them through a printer and everything's fine. I don't know why you would try and counterfeit toonies and each one of them is only worth two bucks. At least counterfeit bills where you can make 20s, 50s, and 100s. Yeah, that. And also, I I wonder though if they're selling the toonies. Like, they're not necessarily, the ones who are making it aren't necessarily the ones using it. But if on the DL, let's say they're like, hey, we made 50 counterfeit toonies. You're going to pay 25 bucks for them. Maybe that's how they feel they make their dough. But even then, you're right. It's a smaller scale. They're probably doing it all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Big food news here. Food news. The Kraft Heinz Company says it's introducing dairy-free macaroni and cheese. They say the new recipe has the same creamy texture and flavor of the beloved 85-year-old original mac and cheese recipe. However, it says the key ingredient, dairy, is being replaced with ingredients like fava bean protein and coconut oil powder. Oh, okay. I didn't even know there was dairy in that pouch of whatever that is. It's got to be I didn't know. Like dehydrated. The, it's, yeah, what, powdered what is milk. that powder? Like a, there, there's probably a powdered milk in there somewhere. And why does it change color when you add liquid to it? Yeah. Don't ask questions. I don't think we're supposed to ask questions. I think it's just Heinz is like, just shut the fuck up and eat it. Yeah, <laughs> eat it. If you want to put That's ketchup it. on it, fine. We don't care, but you're just going to well, eat it. They have the like the day day is it day or daya I never know day-a. anyway but yeah the, the the vegans already I think are are into that for the most part or are they maybe the taste is gonna deter them from that and and get them more interested in this my girlfriend's into that day of cheese and it's weird because anytime I make something I, I try and make a normal meal for myself like normal is in the typical meal for myself but I always try and health hers up a little bit because she's on a pretty strict uh, routine so if I make like I don't know tacos for example. I'll put cheese on it because cheese is mandatory cheese on a taco. Is life. It's mandatory. On hers, I'll put cheese, but it's the day of cheese. And now they sell it in bags, shredded, just like regular cheese. 
I don't trust cheese that doesn't melt. It doesn't Kat. melt. And I don't understand I what it is if it won't melt. Yeah. Because it isn't cheese. It's yeah. like oat milk. Okay, it's oats and it's a liquid, but it's not milk. Milk yeah. is dairy. But anyway, it's it's going to be an option soon if you're interested. They say it will be available soon anywhere you buy mac and cheese, but it will start with its initial launch in America. I don't know if there's a market for dairy-free cheese, but I certainly know there's a lot of people who have dairy allergies yes. and such. And yeah. some people who just don't eat dairy because it makes them fat. They put on weight right. when they get into dairy. Right. So if this helps... Great. And for your skin, some people do it for their skin. I know people who like try to avoid dairy for that reason. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. Yesterday, we got the numbers. Building a new Ontario Science Center on the Toronto waterfront is going to save the government a quarter of a billion dollars over 50 years compared to rebuilding it at its current location. Infrastructure Ontario says moving the Science Center to Ontario Place is a better option than keeping it in its current East Toronto home. The new Science Center is going to be half the size of the current one, but the government says there's going to be even more exhibition space despite an overall smaller footprint. Hmm. In other words, they've got a, they're going to put it in Ontario Place, half the size, but just as many exhibits, just laid out a little differently and more floor space. We're going to tear down that probably asbestos and mold-filled building that it's in now and put up condos or whatever. And then we're going to have a science center on the waterfront that saves us $250 million. It's over, right? Like the people that want to fight and chain themselves to the big fucking Sinosphere ball and stuff. It's over. I mean, guys, it's saving us a quarter billion dollars. Yeah. Just move it. The uh, Weather Network is predicting a... I'm going to call bullshit on this too. The Weather Network is calling for a late start to winter this year. Their chief meteorologist... (laughs) Sorry, that's funny. We just got Did an they early not snowfall. live the last two days? Did <laughs> they just get born? I actually really like Chris Scott. He's an amazing meteorologist. He says Ontario residents are slated to see warmer temperatures and less snow than normal before things take a turn for the cold. Yeah. He expects temperatures are likely going to average out to near seasonal norms in the GTA. Mm-hmm. El Nino conditions are predicted to lead to above average temperatures and lower than normal precipitation across most of the country, but in particular in central and western Canada. In okay. other words, uh, less snow than we're used to, about seasonal temperatures, not starting until later on in the month. Perfect okay. to drop it today. It's nine degrees Celsius out today. Yeah. Nine degrees. And it's sunny. Today's sunny. It's nice. So you hear this story now and you think, oh, fuck, he's, he's right on. We had a snowstorm two days ago. We did. They got 40 yeah. centimeters of snow in cottage country. Yeah. The ski hills are opening uh, tomorrow. We we get all these notes, right? And they're whether they're from Weather Network or or Environment Canada or the Farmer's Almanac, you bet it. You bet you, we get it. How bad is it? They're always different. Oh, always. They're always like, if, if it's not massively different, it's pretty. It's, it's enough to go, wait a minute. They said earlier, this person said later. This person said milder, this person said harsher. This person said accumulation, this person said no accumulation. So I don't know. Well, this is a great example of follow the science, right? This is science that we're dealing with. It's the science of the earth and the atmosphere. All of these meteorologists are actual scientists. They're all looking at the exact same data and all coming to different conclusions. That should tell you that science isn't definitive in that sense. And different people can look at numbers different ways. Yeah. And, and I do happen to like Chris, like I said, uh, I don't know about this forecast, but I do agree that an El Nino year is going to be good. El Nino or Nina? I can't remember. The one we like is the one we're getting this year. Okay. I, yeah, I'm also a fan of that. No problem. We're going to talk Diddy in just a sec. First off, for anyone who is not familiar, I'll tell you about a restaurant chain that I just learned about 
called Chopped. Yeah. C-H-O-P-T. Apparently, they have about 80 locations across America. They call themselves the Creative Salad Company. It's pretty much the only thing they serve. But a Connecticut woman found a variation. Her name is Allison, and on Monday, she filed a lawsuit about an ingredient that she did not ask for in her salad. In fact, it's not even on their menu. She was eating her salad, started chewing on something weird. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to vomit. Eventually, she realized. Oh, no. Don't do it. Let me see if I can get the exact wording here. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, when you talked about this earlier today, I almost threw up. Like, that's so gross. A chewy texture in her mouth that did not see, that did not seem like it should be something in her salad. When I hear the way she describes it, it reminds me of tofu, and I'm going to guess that this is similar to tofu. What? I'm just going to I'm just going to ruin really? tofu for Cat right now. Really? Similar to tofu. It was the manager's finger. Part of it. It should be tougher than tofu, by the way. If it's not, then that's a problem. According to the lawsuit, the manager of the store was chopping arugula and lopped off part of his left index finger. Guys, I can't. Another staff member rushed him to the ER, but the store stayed open with just one employee who apparently wasn't aware of what had happened and served the lettuce. Oh, I'm going to puke. That the manager had been preparing. (laughs) That's so disgusting. That is so, that, whatever she wants, give it to her. It was in her mouth. The part but, of his finger oh that got God, cut off. No. She, it wasn't just in her mouth. She fucking chewed it. I can't. I'm fucking gross. That's so gross. Like, what would... Get I, ready for a culinary experience <laughs> like no other at Chopped Off, oh. where they're turning dining no. into a hands-on masterpiece. Roll up your sleeves and try their finger foods that'll make you say... Two thumbs up, because they're finger-licking good. All prepared by our chef, Stubby. The chicken fingers are to die for and are the best, hands down. Made with special ingredients you can't quite put your finger on. Want something more healthy? Try the Hearts of Palm salad. And for dessert, reach for some lady fingers. (laughs) Chopped. Off. Experience it firsthand. Awful. That's just absolutely awful. That I feel so bad for this woman. Like that's to know that you had someone's piece of. That's traumatizing. She is actually suing for anxiety and yes. trauma. She's legit traumatized I, I would, that she ate a person. You know what? As is now, I I don't trust food that I eat. Like I I'm that person that my husband always comments because I look at the bite before I eat it. Like if we're out, especially like if I yeah really. And this is why though I don't want to fucking eat a finger. No thank you. She's exactly the reason why. I don't care if it's like a one in a 10 million odds that you're going to chew on someone's fingernail pair or whatever the fuck it is. It's gross. I don't want to put that in my mouth. Can I do a quick food news thing? Well, we were talking about food news. A couple things. Yeah. Because I want to do this for the... If you're listening to us from Brampton, Richmond Hill, or King City, any of those three, and you're willing to, can you head over to the McDonald's and try the McRib? You know the McRib's back. I heard, but it's only at some locations. Yes, so that's why I mentioned if you because I know on the, I wanted to do this on the pod especially <laughs> because I know we do have a decent amount of listeners Brampton area, Richmond Hill area, King City. So Steel's at Brampton, Queen East, and Castle Oaks Crossing, all in Brampton. They those uh, McDonald's locations have the McRib. Young in Young Street, sorry, Richmond Hill, ninety three zero one Young Street specifically, and Ten Tatton Court in King City. Okay, if you're near any of those McDonald's, please. Tell me how it is. I remember having this as a child, but I wonder if it's one of those things that you eat now as an adult and you go, that wasn't as good as I thought it was. Like, and the the promo photos for them, 
so saucy. It's almost like, is it too saucy? Is it gross? Is it still look like it's pretend ribs, even though we all know it's not actually ribs? Anyway, please, please, please let what? us know if you try one. I know, I it know. Is it's ribs. No, Isn't well, it like, no. okay, so here's what I think. Reformed. And you tell me if this is right. So I think a chicken nugget, they just take off all the chicken that they can get off the bone and they throw it all in a pot and something like compresses it together. They batter it, deep fry it, done deal. There's boiling involved in that one, I think, yeah. I would There's hope. boiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to the McRib, I thought they just cooked a rib really well and pulled the bones out. <laughs> N- no, that's not what they do. Oh, that's fuck. adorable. That's great. They are bringing back in Canada, by the way. It starts in just over a week, the adult Happy Meal. Yes. They say this is a trip through time for adults. The adult Happy Meal comes in a Happy Meal box, you know, little golden arches that you stick your fingers through and carry it around. It's got, uh, you get a 10-piece McNugget because you're an adult and you can eat 10 nuggets now. <laughs> or a Big Mac, plus fries and a drink. No, no apple slices, no yogurt, no anything like that. But it does include a toy. It is a Nugget Buddy, which is basically the chicken nugget version of uh, Mr. Potato Head. Is it a red flag, though, if you're walking down to McDonald's with a Happy Meal looking box as an adult and you're excited about your little Nugget Bud? <laughs> well, they want you to collect all the Nugget Buds. There's four of them. And I think there's six of them. Oh, there's, okay. there's six. Oh, there's six. Six whole Nugget Buddies to pick from. And, and I mean, you could just order a Big Mac combo or a 10-piece McNugget combo. But if you order it as the adult Happy Meal, you get the toy. And I what don't want to leave any money on the table here. I, I'm looking for value. What are you doing with a toy? Nothing. Probably give it away. Lose it. Yeah, it's stuck like, in between the seats in my car. Why are we wasting? Like, I feel like we're paying for that. Why? Like, I don't mean to say, like, some people might not like it. Or if I got that, for example, I'd give it to my kid. Fine. You'd find something to do with it. You're right. Donate it. Please, by all means, don't throw it away. But McDonald's having a Happy Meal toy for adults is just a weird thing. Now, I understand these McNugget Buds, by the way, look so adorable. They're cute, eh? Did you see the pictures of them? I did. Yeah, they're cute. They're cute. I didn't even know that was a thing, but I heard it was nostalgic. So I guess at one point you could get those in the Happy Meal. totally. That's cool. What other toys can we bring back, though? Because if we're talking about that, like what about little Cabbage Patch Kids? They must have had a collab with Cabbage Patch Kids back in the day, for Mm -hmm. example. Or like through the years, they've had different collabs with different toys, right? Yeah, they've always had like movie stuff. A lot of stuff that you get used to get in like cereal boxes and stuff have now moved over to the Happy Meal. Yeah, there's all kinds of different things that have happened over the years. And there's a lot of adults that have fond memories of yeah, a Happy Meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might end up, I'm curious if it's going to be popular enough to stick around. Interesting. In the States, they did it last year and they said it was very popular. Okay. Well, in the States, they'll do just about anything now and eat just about everything. Maniacs down there. Uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story here before we talk about Diddy. Yes. And, and then we got to wrap it up. Yeah. So Kat, for those who don't know, has got those incredible gemstone lights on her house. And, and they're built in to the eaves trough. They're installed right underneath it, basically. And these are all smart LED lights in a straight line along your, your gutters and stuff like that. And, and they're pre-programmed, or you can program them yourself if you're feeling ambitious. Yep. But you use an app, and if you select, like, the St. Patrick's Day theme, it's going to make your house green, and you can make the lights chase each yep. other or pulse or do whatever you want. It is so customizable. So many options. These lights are amazing, and, and you would never need to climb up the ladder and put your Christmas lights up again because this has got, like, what, 40 different Christmas theme patterns or something oh, like there's that? Mi- I mean, there really are millions, though, because like you said, you can create your own, and you can make it whatever you want. You can literally do by the light. So let's say you have, like, 400 lights across your house. You could literally have two doing this and three doing that, and... Two of those are blinking. Well, 
the the possibilities are absolutely endless on this app, but they have folders for occasions, but there's like five for Christmas, for example, five, six, maybe folders, holidays, one holidays two, um, winter wonderland. So after once January hits, you can just do the winter wonderland folder. If you don't want the Christmassy colors, it's great. Light your house up red for Canada day yep. and all that sort of stuff. Yep. It's and, awesome. Uh, Halloween. We did that too. Fun. Really cool. So I thought Kat's got these and loves them really easy to use. I'm going to get a quote. So we had somebody come over yesterday it was a contractor from Mississauga. Yeah. And, and Gemstone is apparently based out in like Calgary or something like that. And they use uh, contractors That's right. in, in Ontario That's to install. Right. So it's their product. They own it, but they use various contractors who will help set the price. And basically they will ship out those gemstone lights based on your measurement of your house, etc. And they have a great warranty and all that other stuff. So anyway, they trust the contractors in this case. So this contractor shows up at my house and she's measuring up the, the house and she's going around and she's drawing it all out on a sketch and all this sort of shit. She's like, I need about 15 minutes to prepare the quote. I'm like, uh, okay, all right. Just ring the doorbell when you're ready. So she comes in, and sits down and she pulls out a demo and she's like, oh, look at this. You know, each one of these lights will last 20,000 hours. It's great. Okay, cool. So what happens if I need to replace one of them? Oh, no problem. They're real cheap. We've never had to do it, but we could just send you one or we could just come out and replace one if something goes wrong. And I thought, this all sounds great. Kat's got them. She loves them. It's a good warranty. I'm going to get these gemstone lights. How much? $10,000 plus <laughs> HST. 10000 plus HST. And by the way, before she would actually show me the number, she gave me at least a 10-minute speech about how reputable and reliable they are. And we're WSIB certified. We're members of the Better Business Bureau. And you can trust us with your project and yada, yada, yada. And I'm thinking, okay, I mean, they're big on trust. This is great. $10,000, she said. And plus HST. I said, oh, okay, well. Not even in the stratosphere. This is we're not even talking about this at ten thousand. I'm glad you did that because if you would have texted me that, I would have told you, "Oh hell no, don't pay that, Scott." Right, and she's like, "Oh, well, is there another number that you might be more comfortable paying?" And <laughs> she asked from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm like, "Well, it's not ten thousand dollars. I'll tell you that right now." She's like, "Okay, give me a minute. Let me play with the numbers." In less than five minutes, the company that I can trust went from a quote of ten thousand dollars. To 4850 How did that happen so fast? Because they were trying to rip me off. That's, you know what? And I bet you like the, the, the parent company here that we're talking about, Gemstone, would be really upset to hear that. Really upset to hear that. This is basic. Because they're clearly pocketing the rest of it. I've got three gables, you know, the little peaks in your roof. Yeah. I got three of those and everything is just a nice straight line. It's 130 linear square feet. I need 230 bulbs total. That's it. This isn't a $10,000 job, but you bet your ass that if I would have said, oh, okay, all right, we'll do it. She would have taken my $10,000. Yes, she would have. And that's fucking wrong. That is wrong. I hope that you don't go with whoever that was that came because there's other electrician, not even just electricians. There's a bunch of different companies that are outsourced to do this. So I think just to stick it to them for trying to get your, take your money. You should go with someone else when you do decide to do it. I don't disagree with you. But one thing I did point out to her is I said, I'm sure you guys are busy and maybe you think maybe you've found some suckers to pay $10,000 for these lights. Just so you know, though, the way things are going and, and I believe as of now, the new stats can numbers are out and they confirm we are in a recession. Why don't you guys wait till January, February when you've gone weeks without booking a single gig, then come back to me and talk. And then I'll tell you how much I'm really going to pay for this mm -hmm. shit and you'll take it. Mm -hmm. That's the only way this is going to happen. But 
totally unscrupulous, very dishonest, very, very just shady. That is. Oh, you don't want to pay ten thousand? How about less than five? Yeah. All right. Why didn't we start there? Fuck. Yeah. We'd probably still be having the conversation if she'd started at five, but she started at ten. She tried to screw me, and that's just the end of it now. And people, by the way, the most common question I get, obviously from podcast listeners or anyone who's heard us talk about this, is the cost. So I'm going to let you guys know. Yeah, it's probably right. The average home, let's say the average detached home, is going to cost. At least three. I'd be shocked if it was less than that or anywhere around there, really. But it's going to be four-ish. Maybe five makes sense, depending on the size uh, and the amount of lights that you're using. And by the way, there's options. Like you said, you have some peaks and valleys in your house. Maybe you don't want to light up all of them. Then that's going to drop the price down a little bit, too. Sure. Less lights means less money. Yeah. Either way, if if she'd come in and said, eh, it's going to be five, maybe we, we agree on somewhere between three and five, that would have been great. But don't tell me ten and then drop it to five just because yeah. I called out your bullshit. Let's talk about Diddy, and Let's then we got to wrap it up. Yes. What is the latest? This okay. is a bodyguard now that's confirming what Cassie said? Ex-head of security, actually, who Cassie mentioned in her lawsuit against Diddy. You might remember he settled that real fast. She came down with this lawsuit on, like, the, the Tuesday it happened, and then by the Friday night, they had settled. So we knew something was up then, and then another ex of Diddy's came forward, and then another person came forward. So there's been several since. This week, in case you want a quick wrap on it, Diddy stepped down as the chair of Revolt TV. And that's his baby. I mean, he started that. Um, but they all agreed it was for the best if he stepped down. Not a good look. And they want to make sure they continue of Revolt. It's It's been amazing for the culture as their statement reads. And they want to continue that without distraction. You can go ahead and read that. Then there's this. So... Roger Bonds worked with Diddy about a decade ago, so about 10 years ago or so, and says he will be telling his side of the story. But interestingly, in his little teaser that he posted, he doesn't use Diddy's name, but we all know he worked for Diddy. There's even photos and evidence of him walking around with Diddy. He definitely worked for him for many years. He does use Cassie's name in this, though. So he doesn't mention Diddy. He does mention Cassie. We can connect the dots because Cassie names Roger Bonds in this. Uh, Diddy's ex-security team says Cassie is just the tip of the iceberg, Scott, when it comes to Diddy's alleged misdeeds, is what they're calling them. In the lawsuit she filed against Diddy, Cassie said Roger jumped in to stop Diddy at one point from stomping on her car when he got upset with her and attacking her back in 2009 in Los Angeles. And some people are asking him about that. Like, hey, you were named in this. Like, literally, it's public knowledge that she said that you kind of saved her. He said, the truth is, in another way to say it, he he was a day late and a dollar short, if you will. He wishes he would have done more. He wishes he would have done it sooner. And there's way more to tell. Keep in mind, I just want to preface all of this by saying that Roger seems to be plugging a potential documentary about this. Interesting. Or a book. We're not sure. But he, he uses hashtag Two Faces, the documentary, and Roger Bond's My Truth. So it could coincide with two things. Yes, of course, he's not just going to speak without making money is basically it. But he absolutely did work with uh, Diddy. Diddy's team's not responding to any of these posts he's done so far. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I tend to think, and I don't think I'm far off, Diddy's probably a piece of shit. I think he's definitely, if he's not now, he once was. I mean, that, there's no question about it. That, 100%. And sometimes that will come back to bite you in the ass. Sometimes it does, yeah. In, in this case, I don't know if we're canceling him or what. I don't know either. I think maybe we need to hear more, see more. But in this case, so far, there's a lot that points to, yep. I also, though, haven't heard a single accusation against Diddy, not one of them, from someone who's not either suing him or standing to make a whole shit ton of money off of this. Right. Right. So I don't know who these people are that are making these accusations. I don't know if there's anybody else independent who's not trying to get rich here that can corroborate any of this. But I do think it kind of stinks. 
the whole thing does stink a little bit. Here's here's the one thing that I will say to that though, is that I would totally agree. But there's also, if you look back and you can you can Google it, whatever. We won't take a lot of time to talk about the specifics. If you look back. There's many celebrities who warned us about it. It's almost like the Harvey Weinstein thing. And I'm not trying to compare apples to apples here, but it's almost like the Harvey Weinstein thing where people knew it. Everybody knew it. And people would even in interviews like throw in the name like it's not gross like Harvey Weinstein or whatever. When you go back and look at all those little things, there were little nuggets, if you will, that were dropped throughout celebrities since the 90s hearing shit about Diddy specifically. Uh So there is that. And they're not out to try to get any money or anything like that. But there's people who, all you have to do is look up what happened to people who spoke out against Diddy as well. Is that why people did not come forward back at the time that these things allegedly happened? Because they were afraid? I don't know. But I would, you know who I would love to hear from that probably will not say anything? Tupac. No. (laughs) I know he definitely won't say anything. Uh, J-Lo. Ooh, they were married. Yeah. They were married. Were they not married? No. They they dated for a long time. Yeah, Yeah. they were very serious. But uh, reports say that she has encountered this and hasn't said anything because they remained friendly through the years and he apologized to her. I want to hear from J-Lo. I wouldn't mind J-Lo. I know you don't want to dig up dirt and you want to talk about your exes. You've moved on. That's totally fine. But by all means, if you've encountered or witnessed something... And and by the way, all signs report uh, point to her breaking up with him over, remember what happened, the fight and the bar and the shooting and all that shit she was involved in. But apparently there was much more behind the scenes. Was that a part of it? We'd love to know. We'd love to know, J-Lo. Maybe now's the time you say something. Or maybe you don't need to. I mean, I don't know. But I'm just saying that people are pointing at J-Lo saying, I bet you she knows some shit. Hmm. Okay. By the way, yesterday we talked about uh, Corey Perry. Yeah, we did. Great memes, right? Great. Oh, you guys had sent us the memes about Connor Bedard's mom. Thank oh you. God. You were great. And I feel bad for his mom if this is not the case. But. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> oh tell me God. about it. Um, so I got some information from someone who I know knows some stuff yeah, about, yeah, yeah. about the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, let's do this. I don't want to start. Uh, I, I'm not saying this is fact. Yeah. I'm just saying that I have received an unconfirmed report that there was a female staff member of the team that was harassed. Okay. And that, that could be true. It was a personnel issue. Personnel issue. Internal. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And and this person can also say, based on their experience with the person in question, they believe absolutely that that happened. Okay. And it's probably not the first time. Okay. I have nothing else to back this up other than a great DM, which I certainly appreciate. And apparently... Like, I can't even say for sure that he didn't fuck Connor Bedard's mom. Maybe he we still did. And Maybe th- that may have happened, well, plus this happened. And that was a, a great message that I received after the pod as well, was from someone who said, if it was a consensual relationship, like, we all don't know what's in this code of conduct is the problem, right? If we knew specifics about what's in this code of conduct that he went against, then we would know a little bit. We'd have a little bit more, more of an inkling as to what happened. But if it was a consensual relationship, why the fuck do they have to butt their nose into it unless something happened after it? So it's not to say that that still didn't happen, but it might not be the reason why he was let go, which is kind of to our point yesterday. And on that, we will say sorry for going so long. Yeah, that was long. Have a great day. We are back tomorrow with another After 9. Tomorrow, Friday, December the 1st. Yeah. We'll have some fun. Have a great day. Bye, friends.